Coming up, Eagles show that they refuse to lose against the Buffalo Bills, getting a win in overtime in the rain. We preview that game. Sam was in attendance. We also talk about the 49ers game. We got Phil Caroni on, big Niners fan, um, and he's going to talk about that game, which could decide number one seed in the NFC. Could be a preview of the NFC Championship game. Could be a preview of your Super Bowl winner this season. All right, we'll get to it. In another nail-biting, hair-pulling, oh my God, is this really about to happen game? The birds soar past the Bills 37-34. to It came on the back of their unshakable quarterback as Jalen Hurts accounts for five touchdowns, none bigger than the game-winning rushing touchdown with 237 left in overtime. The lost gut-wrenching for Buffalo and the heroic Josh Allen, it may have knocked the Bills out of the playoffs. Our Eagles, the birds, on the other hand, move to 10 and one with a firm grip on the number one seed and the all important bye week that comes with it. I'm here with Nurse Sam. Yesterday, cold, rainy, gray, your birthday. You went to the game. How was it? Been to a lot of Eagles games in my life. Been to some really, really good ones. Been to some playoff ones. This has got to be top three. It's got to be top mm. three. I've ever I've physically attended. It was nasty. It was a dogfight. It was a game that will test your limits as a football fan. I feel like we kind of rewrite the definition of stressful every single week. But man, Jalen runs it in for that OT winner. Place erupts. Euphoria. It was a night to remember. It was as as emotional and as impressive of like a comeback win since like last week at Kansas City. <laughs> it's just been that kind of season for this Eagles team. I'm here for the ups, the downs, the fire Brian Johnson to the okay, he's pretty good. It is it was yeah. It was a scene. It was an absolute scene. If you're a football fan, it's everything you'd want me, my brother. My boy Alex, shout out those two. We just left soaking wet in euphoria with everyone else. It did not let up. For those of you watching at home on TV, it did not let up. It was raining the entire time, the entire time. And no, and when Jake Elliott whipped it out and said, "Here, let me do this shit real quick," it was it was as slippery as it was. I I swear to God, I not a more impressive kick I've seen in a very long time. At least from an Eagles kicker. That was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable team win. Unbelievable. When there's 30 seconds left when Jake Elliott gets there, and the reason it was 59 yards, you know, is 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 on is on the uh the, the hips and shoulders of uh Hall of Famer Jason Kelsey. But when Jake Elliott has to go up to that kick, what was your confidence level at that moment for Jake to get it through? And then did that match the vibe? of your section confidence in Jake to hit it. What was the scene like? I think a lot of people were like, all right, listen, we might lose this game real quick. 
And I don't think it's an testament to Jake Elliott. I think it's an testament to the weather. It was disgusting. And to kick a ball 59 yards in like a sunny day, like a cool sunny day with not much wind, I hate to say it, but I kind of expect Jake Elliott to like make that kick most of the time. He's that good of a kicker. He set the bar that high. And I think he's going to go down as a top two, if not the best kicker in Eagles history. We can get that a little bit later. Yeah. I... I would say my confidence level, I'd say about 60% chance he was going to make it. And most other kickers in the league, I'd say about a 30% chance. Outside of the Justin Tuckers of the world, I know Dallas, I, I got to give him credit where credit to that, that Brent Aubrey kid. He hasn't missed a field goal yet this year. I mean, kickers are, are getting better, but Jake Elliott is yeah. top five, top probably top three. He's He makes a case for best. He's been one, he makes a case for being maybe the best Eagle this year outside of Jalen Hurts. The dude has been unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Shout out Jake Elliott. You gave us a pulse. Everyone else just, the rest was history, man. And look, it all, you, you see, Jake's got this, this kind of funny hold in the locker room, too. You know, uh, Alshon Jeffries tweeting out after the game, Jake, MF, and Elliot. Um, mm-hmm. If you remember, right, like that whole Super Bowl season catalyzed by the 62-yarder against the Giants. And that 62-yarder is only set up because Alshon can keep his toes in bounds. Um, and... Uh, on on, a, on that catch there. So really great stuff. Here's a stat for you. Jake Elliott on 58-plus yard field goals is 4-for-4 four four in his career. Justin Tucker is 3-for-13. So if you want Just to make the saying. argument, I'm, I'm happy to Just go make saying. the argument to anyone <laughs> that Jake Elliott's best kicker in the football league. That, that just, I like, I can't believe this is what this is how you know it's so good. In a game in which the Eagles scored 37 points and Jalen Hurts accounted for five touchdowns, we're talking about the kicker right now. Because without just some clutch kicks, I mean, I I, I joke about it, but it's not really a joke anymore. I call him Make Elliott because all he does is make goals and extra points. It's it's really and people forget. He's got jewelry. He was on that team, and he yeah. made a lot of big kicks during the Super Bowl run. So you want to talk about a guy that can handle it when the lights are the brightest? I'll take my guy Jake over. I mean, just about anyone when the lights are brightest. He gets ice cold, and it doesn't. He just ice in his veins. Oh my beer, guys! I got you, Jake. One of the six guys left from that Super Bowl team. Now five. After uh, Derek yeah. Barnett was waived, so it was the core four plus Jake plus Derek Barnett. Derek Barnett. Hey, uh, appreciate appreciate you being part of one of the biggest plays in Eagles history that mattered. Um, hey, that fumble recovery was was the game. It was the game in that Super Bowl because there was no. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> I, I don't I don't give a shit about Derek Barnett. Um, yeah. And now he's on the Texans. He did get scooped up by, yep, uh, got, by them. So up. congrats to him. But that but enough enough about Derek Barnett. Enough about Jake Elliott. All right, because Jalen Hurts who. Was getting a lot of shit this week for being the MVP favorite. People are pointing out the stats. Everyone's saying, I can't believe the state the NFL is in. A guy with 15 touchdowns and nine interceptions is the MVP of the league. This is a joke. And then he goes out and just puts up five in a single game, gets the Bills mm-hmm. after an abysmal first half. And that's two consecutive games where in the first half, he's had fewer than like 50 passing yards. Um, which is, it which is odd. It doesn't matter. No, it really but doesn't it, matter. It just... It just hasn't because there's something about this team. Like I've been thinking, like what I, I've never had an Eagles team. I really don't think not even last year because they were never down last year. They, they were never behind. And there's just something about this team. They are, they just 
seem to know that they're going to put it together and win. There's just absolutely no, no shaking the confidence. I'm sure that comes from Jalen being the, you know, the, his personality. But I mean, if you had to think like, why did the, the Dolphins win football games because they've got speed and the Chiefs win football games because they have Pat Mahomes and the 49ers win football games because they can run play action and have all these weapons. And the Eagles win football games based on swagger and vibes. And that's all that I can explain 10 and one. I think, I think the Eagles. So I'm with you. Kevin, I'm with you. I don't think we've ever seen a more resilient team in as long mm. as we've been watching football. Like, talk about resilience. We've we've seen better teams. 2017, you know, most of those regular season games were like blowouts. We're like, oh, this team's special. This team's going to go mm-hmm. to the Super Bowl. Even last year, a lot of a lot of comfortable second halves, kind of chilling, mingling with people around us because we were like, oh yeah, Eagles got it wrapped up. But there's something about that. This says something about a team that can just outlast you. I mean, we have a quarterback that you can't kill. He's never dead. And yeah. when you have a quarterback that's always going to give you a chance to win, and this stat's been thrown around all day today, but I'll say it again. Number one in completion, number two in pass yards, and I believe number one in uh, touchdown interception ratio when he's tied or down in the second half. What yeah. more would you want in a quarterback than to have a guy, especially when he gets cold and the games get a little bit more important, you're going to want a guy like Jalen Hurts who can do that when it, the loss is staring him in the face and he says, move aside, I'm going to get a dub. And he just keeps doing it. And he's not doing it against the Panthers. He's not doing it against teams like the Colts. He's doing it against the Chiefs and the Bills and the Cowboys. And this gauntlet has been tough. It has tested the Eagles. It has tested all of our cardiovascular healths as Eagles fans. But I was sitting there in the cold yesterday. And I told myself, I was like, the Bills better score a touchdown in overtime because we're going to win if Jalen Hurts gets the ball. And sure enough, miscommunication gave Davis goes right towards the middle of the end zone. Ball goes a little bit left. He was open. I mean, listen, the Bills had their chances yesterday, but the Eagles made more plays when it mattered most, like they've done all season long. And that That last drive, that last drive to to punch in for a touchdown, absolutely, it it was beautiful. They took everything the defense gave them, and then that last play, Jason Kelsey pulling left, Hitting the linebacker, opening up basically a walk-in touchdown for Jalen Hurts. It was it was a masterclass. It was it was such and as your average NFL fan, as your average NFL fan, the Eagles put on a show for you all the time. Both Super Bowls they played in the past five years, regular season games like this. You're on the edge of your seat watching this team compete. And it is fantastic. It is a roller coaster. And I'm here for the whole fucking ride. There's just something, something about it. When that, I mean that pass was a a heart dropping pass watching Josh Allen throw that because from the TV, it, I mean, you were at the game, so you didn't see this video, right? From the TV, it looks like it's over, right? Josh mm. Allen throws this. All you see on screen is Gabe Davis with three steps and the ball heading his way. And it just, it just stomach dropping. Cause you're like, that's it. We need to get a shot at it, which would be very appropriate. Cause Josh Allen didn't get a chance against the chiefs, but that is just, you're like, Oh my God, it's over. I know you say that about like Josh Allen not getting a chance against the Chiefs, but he got a chance against the Eagles yesterday, and he only could only get three points. Jalen Hurts sure. got a chance, and he turned it into six and the dub. It's five hundred five to three seventy eight. You know, outgained by over one hundred and twenty yards. <laughs> I mean, 
13 first downs of four by the Eagles. Like, I couldn't even believe these numbers. I'm looking at them, scratching my head. I'm like, like it, it they, makes no sense. They lost a turnover differential. The, bill, the Bills ran 91 offensive plays to 56 Eagles play offensive plays. 91 offensive plays. Kev, our hair, our hair was, I was, I was ripping my hair out. It was ridiculous. It was just watching this team do what they were doing. And then just the Eagles, it just, it really comes down to they made the plays when it mattered most. And that is the only explanation for me saying that they got this win. They made the 59-yard field goal in the rain. They converted their touchdown drive in overtime. They made the interception right when, you know, you know Josh Allen could see a little bit of momentum left. Take it, you know, Bradbury with a beautiful pick sets up third and 15. That passes Zacchaeus. Dot and catch. Shout out Limited hey. Hitsagias. He hasn't made a ton of plays this year, but you needed a player to step up and make a play without Dallas Goddard and without Lane Johnson. And you look at plays like that, you're like, that that helps us win the game. Oh, my God. Kick a field goal there? Completely different outcomes. The I mean, there are, in a game this close, in a game that goes to overtime, right, every, the individual plays where you look at, and it's it's Jalen Carter putting his big bear paw up there to, to block a field goal. Um, yeah. Right. Like just, man, I, I mean, just like we could do this every week, but 30, 30 seconds on Jalen Carter. My mm-hmm. God, we really could. I I'll shout out Jalen Carter real quick. There was another play that he made. He, they ran a, uh, like a running a halfback sweep to the right. Jalen Carter read it so beautifully. He just excused the center out of his way. Tackle <laughs> James Cook for like a five yard loss. It's just, you know, you know it wasn't like a groundbreaking play. He didn't force a fumble or, or get a huge sack, but it's like, that was just such a so dominant and turns the first and ten to a second and fifteen. Just changes the whole drive. He is a complete difference maker on the defense, and he is ours for for so long, for so long. I, I'm really trying to think Eagles rookies that have been this certain. I mean, Devontae Smith, right? Rookie season, Devontae. Right. I was all in. It's great. Like you mm-hmm. just you just all saw in. him, especially especially given, and maybe that's tainted by terrible wide receiver play for our lifetime, like Could've watching been. the Eagles, but. There was just, you know, just rookie season Devontae. You could see it. Now, Devontae was not as good as Jalen Carter, like at his position, right? I think Jalen Carter, Carter looks, Carter's looks like he's on his way. Rookie of the year. Yeah, I think he, he's going to win the rookie he, of the year. He's, I mean, next year he's going to compete for defensive player of the year, right? Like it's yeah. just guys like this. And so, but they're, it, to come in as a rookie and just half the season in to just be so certain that Jalen Carter is going to be an all pro that Jalen Carter is on a path right now towards his jersey being retired. It's nuts. It's nuts. It feels like hyperbole, but he's just earned it. And I also think, like, shout out to the, the veterans in the locker room, so the Fletchers and the Brandon Grahams, the Josh Sweats. They're like, you know, there's no way they're not coaching these two young boys. I'll shout out Jordan Davis, too. He made a lot of plays yesterday. Um, there's no way they're not coaching them into just being, hey, this is how you be a pro. This is how you win in this league. All that stuff. It's... Yeah, watching that kid sprout into a, you know, like you said, a future all pro is, is fantastic. Um, couple game notes on the Bills, then we'll get I know we got Phil Cloroni coming on. So I'm hey. chat with Phil about some Niners. So second half adjustments reign supreme again. Jalen mm. really at his best when it matters most. The yeah. defense, they got carved up. I mean, listen, Josh Allen is Josh Allen. I watched him like shout out Josh Allen. I dude balled yesterday. He made every throw, made plays with his legs. He did everything he possibly could, except for making up you know, those last couple plays at the end there to get give the Bills a chance to win. Defense, 20th in the league now in letting points up. So, you know, oh. if you want to make that deep run, defense definitely has tightened yeah. some things up. They're just the clutchest team in the NFL. Can't say enough about Jake Elliott and 
an underrated aspect of the game, winning without Lane Johnson and Dallas Goddard is should not be mm. overlooked. Two of our best players on offense. Lane Johnson, still one of, if not the best right tackle in the league. The offense is different when he isn't in, and they still still scores 37 points. So it was uh, definitely should not be overlooked that they played a hell of a game, got the dub without two of their best players on offense. It's huge. And you're seeing, you can feel the Dallas Goddard absence. No, you um, really can. You One just, catch for maybe nine or ten yards by Jack Stoll. It was tight ends were just for blocking yesterday. That's all they did. And it's a you know Ray. It's it's the screen pass to Julio behind the line of scrimmage. That that's not the Julio play, right? That's the Goddard yeah, play, not. right? Because Goddard's Yak King, right? He just he takes the ball and he it's moves great. and he runs. He's hard to he's hard to tackle. He runs well, and you just you just do feel on some of these plays that they don't have the personnel there. But Goddard is uh, trying to push to play this week against the Niners. Um, Lane Johnson expected to play against the Niners and then Goddard almost certainly to play against the Cowboys, but he's going to push to play the play this week, which is just going to be huge. Yeah. My, my couple final thoughts on, uh, on the bills game. I mean, we survived the Josh Allen heroics and that was what you and I talked about a week ago with, with Sarah was, um, you know, the point you put, you, you made was look, sometimes Josh Allen's just a fucking superhero and you got to deal with it. And I thought a loss would happen if. Josh Allen scrambled for a bunch of first downs, which he did. If yep. and if you got the Gabe Davis game, which if he turns to the end to the middle of the field instead of the outside, you're talking about 120 yards and two touchdowns and a game winner in overtime. So it would have been the Gabe Davis game, but just one little thing. So that that's one one piece really tough for the Bills. They now have to go. It looks like 10 wins is going to be what you need for uh for a wild card spot in the AFC. And they now need to go four and one if they got a brutal schedule ahead. And then just like a couple pieces. One, I got here's like just a few nuggets I've got. Um, it's Brandon Graham night, and he gives them the it don't matter after losing yep. the coin toss. Yep. It was great. Oh, so it was so BG. It was nothing. I would expect nothing less than BG. It don't matter. We got you. We got you anyway. Love it. Uh, the final six drives for the Eagles, last six drives of the game. Touchdown, 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 punt. Jake Elliott field goal, game-winning touchdown. That's it. You scored. And uh, speaking of the red zone offense, something we talked about, something that's plagued the, the team all season long, they had four red zone appearances. You had a three-yard touchdown to AJ on a nice little RPO rollout. You had the 15-yard uh, touchdown to Devontae. Gorgeous catch and throw. My God. I that just was, That was a great I read of the defense. It was, so, so, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was such a good throw. You get the... Um, you get the uh, the the big big play to Zacchaeus, which just good, fucking gracious. Uh, go check out Baldy. Baldy did a breakdown on the play. Are we so lucky to get Baldy breakdowns on uh, yeah, on Eagles games? Dude, I love him. That dude's awesome. That dude is awesome. Yeah. And then the final final trip to the red zone was a uh, twelve yard quarterback draw. Game glasses ball game. Yep. See ya. Are you not entertained? The pose at the end. So Eagles move on. We are 10 and 1, baby. Two game lead for that one seed and two game lead in the division. So let's not let the pedal up. Let's keep getting these wins. Let's beat the 49ers, but we'll uh, save our 49ers trash talk for Philip. Love it. All right. We'll take a quick break. What's up, up, boys? Yo, Phil. Had to wear my military gears, prepare for battle. (laughs) (laughs) It, it It is going to be. Vietnam esque come Sunday. It's going there, to will, be, there will be blood, boys. There will be, be blood. There'll be blood. And I know you guys are looking for something called revenge. 
Well, uh, they've been talking about it for a while, so we'll see. <laughs> Bill, they, uh, uh, Bill, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, Bill Caroni is a longtime Niners fan. Uh, he is one of the people born in the Delaware Valley that did not pick the Eagles, even though most of his team, uh, most of his family did. But he's not a Cowboys fan. He's not a Giants fan. He's a Niners fan. Um, Phil, I'll let you explain that on a different day while you're there. But um, wanted Good to bring day. you on because we've got. We've got a big game coming up. I, in fact, I think this might be the biggest game of the season in the entire NFC. I agree. I, I think um, it reminds me of the days when, uh, and I hope I'm not getting ahead of myself, but it feels like whoever wins this game is probably going to win the Super Bowl to me. I feel like these are the two best teams in the NFL on paper and on the field. Um, I think they're both very well coached. Um, I think they have both really dedicated fan bases that show up and appreciate the team and watch. Um, and I, I, I am excited. I feel like last year was a total disappointment um, for a movie that we were expecting to be Oscar worthy performance, you know, so uh, I'm, I'm excited guys. How are you guys feeling? I mean, coming off coming off the bills win. Is, uh, is is big time uh, coming off yeah. Thanksgiving? It's big time. Sam went to the game. It nice. That must it have was thick, man. It was perfect. And honestly, I'll tell you, like, was the rain a kind of a bitch? I mean, a little bit, but it made it so much cooler. It was a yeah. football game. It was a fucking wet, gritty, grinded out team with the ball last win kind of games. And it it just jacked us the fuck up. I mean, was I down? We were lowest of the low. We were overcame two 10-point deficits. I expect nothing less than from the game on Sunday as well. It's going to be like, who who can withstand the most punches? Truly. I'm feeling yeah. good about it. I'm feeling a little cocky because it just <laughs> seems as if like Jalen's like, I'm almost going to start, a, like, start a, a theory that he would rather just play shitty in the first half. So we can look at the scoreboard and be like, okay, we're down. Now I'm going to like really turn it the fuck on. I think he's just like purposely sucking dick until the second half. And he's like, I'm just going to like give them a false sense of hope and, and fucking crush their souls. Cause he's been doing it to three teams in a row now. It's, it's, it's crazy for the past three weeks. Cause I like Philly for everything other than football. As Kevin knows, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure you heard, but so Clap I have, hands, baby, let's go Love them. <laughs> on Twitter. I, have a ton of Philly and Niners beat writers. And for the past three weeks, every single Philly person wants your offensive coordinator fired by halftime. <laughs> and then by game's end, it's like, we got a fucking MVP candidate quarterback here. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is it? Is he fired or is he promoted? You know, I, it, it's what you guys are doing is, it's truly incredible. Um, I, I'll tell you a story. I had a, five dollar parlay and that fucking eagles game was the last fucking game i had to hit on i had to build on a money line five dollars to win 300 oh i'm sitting there and i'm like should i cash out should i cash out should i cash (laughs) and i'm like no i'm gonna let it fucking ride and my wife's like you should you should cash out it's like 150 bucks i'm like no i'm like i'm fucking staying in your wife's smart your wife's and, smart. And, she and knows I, ball. She knows ball. She's like, the Eagles are definitely beating the Bills. They're going to find I, a I, way. I saw Gabe you know? Davis open, and I'm like, we got it. 
And then in total Bill's fashion, it went three miles the other way. <laughs> wide, wide left instead of wide right this time around. Tough one for Buffalo. I do, um, Bill, I need you to first explain. I need you to do two things. I need you to explain the 49ers season. But before that, the 49ers fans' reaction after last year's championship game was surprising. Sam, let's do this. Let's go back and forth one word at a time to describe what you felt about the 49ers fans' reaction after losing the championship game. Please explain what, what happened. All right, so I'll say this. I'll, do, I'll, I'll give you from a fan's perspective and also, uh, I think, from the player's perspective. From a fan's perspective, first I'll say that, and I kind of hinted at this earlier, you know, I, if you're a Niners fan... And you're saying we would have won had Brock Purdy played the whole game. Who gives a shit what you say? I mean, that is so irrelevant. And that is not the argument you should make, right? We don't know if Brock Purdy would have won. He's a rookie playing on a very good team. He had a couple good playoff games, but, you know, he obviously could have totally shit the bed in Philadelphia, right? To say that we would have won with Brock Purdy, I think, is a complete asinine statement, and it's one I would never make myself. But what I was mostly disappointed at was the fact that Eagles fans who fucking had a cakewalk to the fucking Super Bowl, okay, were taking <laughs> a victory lap around the fact that they injured the quarterback on the fourth play and then basically had to play Josh Johnson, who could be selling traveler's insurance right now. <laughs> and, um, you know, and then we literally and then we literally didn't have a quarterback in the second half. So I think if you're saying that we would have won with Brock Purdy, I think you're an idiot because there's absolutely no way of measuring that. And Eagles are a fantastic team. And 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 to be completely honest with you, I think the Eagles probably were the better team last year. Um, but I think there was an incredible amount of disappointment in seeing the team celebrate another player's injury when it's like, dude, you did you didn't face you didn't face them full strength. You want to face a team full strength and beat them. I mean, if you guys you when you faced Mahomes, right? Mahomes was on one leg. Right. But Thank you, you guys were like, no, up. he looked pretty healthy. You're like, he looked pretty healthy running down that field. I'm yeah, like, but if, just you guys if you guys would have won, the narrative would have been like, oh, well, Mahomes is injured. Right. And that would have been shitty for you. Right. I would have been able to handle the narrative around not being good quarterbacks by my memories of the parade. That would have I softened agree. any any of the agitation, would have just been looking around and feeling like a champ. But, I mean, look, Daniel Jones, Josh Johnson, and Rubber Armed, which who also got knocked out of the game. I mean, look, the Eagles won 69-14 to 14 in their two NFC games. That's not our fault, right? That's, that's not right. our fault. I'm not going to apologize to it. And I will take a victory lap over any time that we go to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to feel bad about the competition on the way to, to, to the mountaintop. I mean, that's just, that's just not a piece or that I'm interested thereof, in. Or lack thereof. <laughs> so, so I'm with Kevin on this one. I see what you're saying. So 
Is it like in 2017, was it more satisfying to beat Tom Brady than would have been Blake Bortles that year? Of course. Of course sure, it was. Matter. But at the end, the best to the, ever play the game. And your quarterback's name is Big Dick Nick because it's the best. It's the best. Right. So I, I see what you're saying, but I'm leaning with Kev here because it's like, and what you were seeing from Eagles fans was like, we're not, were, were some of them celebrating the injury? I'm sure there were. There's a lot of Philly scumbags out there. Me and Kevin, we're not, we're not two of them. You know us. We're not dickheads like that. Right. I think what you were hearing was we dominated that play and injured him in the process. So I think it was more of a rebuttal to a lot of the, outspoken Niners fans who, like you said, the idiots who were saying, we would have won with Brock Purdy. I think it might have been some of it a rebuttal to that. But I think just in regards to just getting the win and getting to the Super Bowl, and especially with the way the Eagles did play in the Super Bowl, you couldn't have said, like, if the Eagles got washed in the Super Bowl, it would have been, I think, a bit, bit of a different narrative. Like, oh, right. they didn't deserve to be there. But the Eagles went toe-to-toe and very easily could have won that Super Bowl. We don't need to talk about the Super Bowl. Fuck that Super Bowl. We're over it. Me and Kevin had an episode on it. We're fucking done with it. We can all agree here. Fuck the Chiefs, right? Oh, oh yeah, fuck it's good. Oh, yeah. We, we got hey, Chiefs man, haters brother. here. Um, Cowboys. How do we feel about the Cowboys? Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah, fuck the Cowboys. Of course. Nice. Yeah, that was another yeah, thing. That was another thing that pissed me off because Eagles Niners never had a feud, really. Right? Yeah. That's and, true. And though. you guys liked us because we beat the shit out of the Cowboys every fucking year. You know, yeah, you guys yeah. did. So like we were like, it was like you're. <laughs> That we're cousins, we're best friends. The, the enemy of my enemy yeah. is my and then fucking you wake friend. Up and you fuck your sister, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Like, what? Well, what they got happened? a chance. They got a chance this Sunday at four twenty-five p.m. to uh, to go ahead and take care of business. Game is in Philly. Phil, can you uh, explain um, the Niners' season up to this point? You know, um, a couple minutes. I'll say. You know, I'll I'll, I'll do this. I think. Um, when we're on, I think we are the best team in the league. I think we, you, I think you guys play exceptionally well from behind, and uh, you don't yeah, die. Do. Obviously, you have an incredible home field advantage, and I think you have a really, really composed, talented QB and really good wide receivers. I think um, getting back to the Niners, I think um, when it's all going well. I think we can dominate anybody. And I think we're a favorite in Vegas. I don't know what Vegas knows, but I have to assume it's because of the point differential for our wins. I would assume that's it. I don't know. Maybe there's an injury or something. Um, But when it's going well, I think we're unstoppable. But I think there's always that side of the 49ers. Well, hey, our quarterback might get injured on the fourth play. And uh, (laughs) and it's fucking over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I also think with this Niners team, like as Brock Purdy, I will like hand up. He's definitely exceeded my expectations of him. He's having a very, very good year. But he's almost the anti-Jalen in that when his team is down, he kind of shrinks a little bit. So if the Niners jump out to some quick lead, I'm going to be a lot more nervous about the game because I know Brock Purdy can kind of just keep you guys and keep really any team at arm's length. It kind of right. goes against what the Eagles have been really good at the past two weeks. Like, oh, we're trying to keep you at arm's length. And the Eagles are like, no, 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 give me your arm. I'm going to eat your arm. And I'm going to eat your face and win the game anyway. Yeah. I think with you guys, I mean, it, it, if you guys are trying to get into the battle, uh, like you guys have not won time of possession and you have not won uh, total yardage for the past two or three weeks, right? Yeah. If you get in that fight with the Niners, you will lose. I mean, yeah, that is um, the Niners game. But if you fucking 
show up there, Philly Philly style, big dick in it. And, <laughs> you know, you shove it down their throats and the Eagles get behind. And, it, you know, we're the truth things are going to happen. We're going to see how far away Brock Purdy is, or we're going to see how close he is. But, yeah. you know, it is, it, the jury is still out on that. He, I agree with you, Sam, is, he is definitely not good enough yet to put that team on his back and, and do what Jalen Hurts does clearly every week, make the desperation throw to the end zone. Um, you know, fucking absolutely club two TVs to get into that. I mean, that guy was slide kicking his ass. Like, what a pussy. Like, I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? You're going for a slide tackle on a QB? Fucking hit the dude, you know? Yeah. QB this got 600 pounds and uh, your mother yeah, on top I mean, of I it. wouldn't want to fucking hit Jalen Hurts. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think, um, I think, it, I think, I think, you guys are going to have to change the way that you have been playing. Honestly, I think that's what Vegas sees because I think the Niners have been pretty consistent in the way they win and the way they lose as well. I think you guys are, you're built to withstand anything. You know, you're, you're a fucking hurricane shelter, right? But you know, there's only a certain amount of times you are going to be able to win a game without dominating time of possession and dominating total offense. Right. So I think if you guys adjust, um, and uh, I think if you you know come out and have a balanced attack with your running, because I mean you guys ran the ball what six times in the first half last against the Bills, something like that. Where it's been weird. I'm look. I'm I'm not going to pretend like I was not one of those people who thought Brian Johnson needed to be fired during the first half of the Chiefs game and the first half of the Bills game. Um, yeah. I stand by it. I think he should have been fired for those halves, and I think that he got the message. That uh, that he needed to make some changes for the half too. So I'm really excited about you know uh, the first year offensive coordinator who has your, a great relationship team with seems the quarterback. To go with Swift, so you know he, I, I've been watching the Eagles games and yes, man, momentum change has been Swift fucking busting out a 50 yard run. He's and a spark plug to control the tempo. You know, he's a spark plug, man. That that dude is that dude is very. He is. I I feel as if he should be getting 20 plus touches a game. Really, if they if they really start sticking to something like that, Eagles are going to be they're not going to be put in positions where they got to come back from ten down. It's not a comfortable right. position to be in. They've been able to pull it out, but I'd rather almost you know like the Niners when they beat you, they really just kind of bend you over and spank you real quick, right? And move on. So here's so here's what um so the Forty Niners open. This is a game in Philly. Eagles are ten and one. Forty Niners eight and three, and the Forty Niners open at minus. Two, two point favorites in Philly. The line then dipped down to one and a half, and now it's up to two and a half. Um, so, so what does Vegas know? Early, early money coming in the Niners, and so this confuses me because while I think that the Niners are the second best team in the NFL, I just, I just don't get how they're favored. So here, here's an exercise. Neither here's do a game I. We're gonna play. For the record, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the game we're going to play, and I'm hoping this can elucidate a little bit of this. We're going to have a draft here. Of, uh, of players by position, and we're going to be able to take either the 49ers player at the position or the Eagles player at the position. And, uh, and we'll probably won't have to debate much on on every every spot because we're going to hit most of them. But I just wanted to see if this could maybe illuminate because 49ers and Eagles are really, really talented rosters. So um, it's going to start at the quarterback. We're going to go Bill and then me and then Sam um, and just who you would rather have. So we'll start uh, at the quarterback. Sam. Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy? 
It's it's Jalen Hurts. Even yeah. put my put my Eagles fandom away. It's it's Jalen Hurts. And, and let's be clear, goal here is your your goal is to assemble the team that can win the Super Bowl this year. You are trying to win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and I will add that Dallas Goddard is going to be pushing to play, so we'll include him in this exercise. Um, I'm also going to take Jalen Hurts. I just he's the MV, he's going to be the MVP of the league. He, he played incredible. He played as well as Pat Mahomes last year in the Super Bowl. Phil, I'm glad you brought up the MVP discussion, Kevin, because oh my God, before I jumped on with you guys, my vote for MVP would be Jalen Hurts, and then I looked at the numbers. Literally, Brock Purdy has him beat in all the four main statistical categories. He has 2,871 yards passing to Jalen Hurts' 2,697. He has 19 TDs to Jalen Hurts' 18. He has six INTs to Jalen Hurts' 10. He has 112 QB rating compared to Jalen Hurts' 94.9, and he's completing 70% of his passes compared to Jalen Hurts' 67% of his passes now i will give you where this. are you going with this Hurts is really good at wet farting his way across the goal line for a two-inch touchdown oh run my he is the God. best at that he is the best at that best in the oh. business but i'm gonna go with my boy brock fucking purdy no, come on you no are way. you are a motherfucker you're a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> unbelievable I, listen so those numbers are statistic are, are nice, but now I know you say wet farting across. Was that a wet fart fart across the goal line to beat the Bills in overtime? It, it wasn't. wasn't. Technically, it was because it was raining. Oh, he just oh, he just, he just fart geez. slided right. Oh, you can't, you can't negate by every by every physical measure there is. Jalen Hurts is the better QB for sure. Um, I think. I'm, I'm, uh, it's a little bit of a homer pick for me. Okay. I'll fully admit a I'm a big rock, I'm a big Brock Purdy guy, but I think it's important to show those stats because he's having a really good year. And he's I don't great year. I will not give him credit. Is it, I will not fight is it a great, Absolutely not fight is it a great year? Like, all right. So, so he missed the, how many games did he miss? He's missed none, no games. Missed no games. Played every game, right? Right. He got knocked out of the Vikings, okay. right? No, I guess. he got a concussion. I don't think he ever came out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And see, I, I, so expectations going into this year. I mean, what would you again? If an A plus is he's completely exceeded your expectations, or um, and you know, like where would you rank? Where would you give him the grade for so far? He he has these stats while pretty much blowing out all but three teams. You know, and the, the one loss yeah. came to the Browns where he did march them downfield for a game winning field goal that a rookie kicker missed. And he had 400 yard, 450 total yards offense against the Vikings in a loss. But, you know, he threw two interceptions, one when he was concussed. What, what, what I rate him right now is, you know, I, I rate him in the uh, and I had this argument with with my other friends. I think he is a top 10 QB. And yeah, I think top 10, sure. It, it, and I think it's really hard to find yeah, 10 good Better QB than Tommy Logan. DeVito. Better than Dorian Thompson Robinson. You know, <laughs> I thought that was, um, you know what? I, I thought, I think he could outplay Gardner Minshew. Um, I like him more than Taysom Hill. Uh, hey, Matt he Jones, outplayed Jalen Hurts in a bowl game. Iowa State <laughs> beat Oklahoma in a bowl game. That's pretty good I factoid think. right there. Could be wrong. <laughs> 
Um, Listen, no, that can't that can't that can't be right. They couldn't have been quarterback at the same time because they were like drafted two years apart. No, right? they played they played against each other in college right. for sure. Yeah, hmm. um, but uh, you know, I think I think um, Jalen Hurts is easily uh, top three QB in the league, if not top QB. Um, I think he's really composed. Um, and any team would be lucky to have him. I think he's totally worth the money you guys gave him. I think he had one of the best performances in a Super Bowl I've ever seen um, last year. Um, but um, I'm going to go with my Homer pick here on this one. Right. If I'm build, I'll give you this. If I'm building a franchise, you know, obviously you want the Jalen Hurts prototype, right? You don't want the. Uh, Six one guy from Arizona. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, man. I, I'll give you. You know, Jalen Hurts is the prototype, but you know, I I think um, you know, there's probably been some games. I I have a ton of I have a fucking ton of Eagles fans, and to say that there hasn't been games where you thought Hurts looks bad this year, you would be lying. Only I'll. I'll let you just have the last word on that one and just just let the next five years of quarterback play let let you know what Jalen Hurts is going to be about. How about right, this? How, how about this? Before we go, how about this? Whoever, whichever quarterback has the best performance this Sunday, do you okay. think they become the leader in the MVP? If Brock Purdy goes out and absolutely lights it up and Hurts throws a, sh- a stinker, Brock Purdy instantly becomes an MVP candidate. Am I wrong? He's he'll definitely be a candidate. I don't he can't. There's no way he'll be. What are his what are his odds right now? There's no way he's gonna. He's got like the seventh, eighth best odds right now. You're right. If he 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 lights up in Philly, if he lights up in Philly, then then yeah, I mean he'll be he'll he'll be up there. Jalen Hurts has to have an atrocious game though, like not just like a mid game, like a yeah, right. Four picks. He had yeah. less than 200 yards. He threw no touchdowns. Kind we of call game. those the Dakota Prescott games. Yeah. <laughs> Once oh done playing a pillow salt defense that isn't the Panthers or the Reds. Yeah, the fucking Panthers. Brock, what do you do? Brock Purdy today. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the odds on favorite at plus 115, which is insanely short odds. Uh, Brock Purdy is seventh at plus 1700. And so uh, right. if you think that, but I, but I do think, I think you're right that if Purdy goes in, and lights up the link and like the win is on him and people are talking about how great Purdy is and how blah, blah, blah. Um, next time Brady bullshit. But yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> I think today would be the good day to do that. All right, let's move on running back. Um, I love DeAndre Swift, but we're all taking CMC say, on, yeah. on this one. I mean, it's, it that's, is, a, uh, that's a no doubter. White lightning, baby. I, I do say I looked him up, so I didn't want to give a couple stats. DeAndre isn't as far behind as I think he is, but the biggest thing with CMC 939 yards rushing, averaging 4.9 a rush, 11 rushing touchdowns. This is the numbers that really stick out are 389 receiving yards, five touchdowns, 16 total touchdowns, good for first in the league. The dude is truly unbelievable, but shout out DeAndre Swift, 770 rushing yards, 4.8 carry, four touchdowns. Even with receiving, he's got 201 yards to one touchdown. He's just not in. He's just on the CMC tier. And Swift right. wasn't being used in the first three yeah. games. So I, right. I, I agree. I love Swift. So those numbers could be better. Swift is Swift is exceeding my personal expectations, and I would like to see him continue his tenure with the Eagles. I think he, like you said, Philly, is a he's a momentum shifter. He's a spark plug. I was watching it live yesterday. He made that cut on that halfback sweep, brought it 35 yards into the red zone. 
you know, Eagles got it together like right after that happened. They did not stop scoring. I would say DeAndre Swift is probably one of the best running backs the Eagles have had maybe in the past 10 years. I think he's a really good running back. Probably since yeah. since yeah. Shady. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, we've had a I lot mean, of Shady, running back by committees. But Shady, yeah. Shady, was Shady sets the standard. Shady sets right. the standard. Shady sets the standard. Right, like for, for since we didn't get to watch, um, you know, Wilbur Montgomery, um, yep. you know, you know, go ahead and, and run. And we didn't get to watch Norm Van Brocklin, uh, right. Steve Van Buren. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm 38. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think uh, Shady's probably the standard there. So, all right, wide receiver. We'll do wide receiver one and then wide receiver two. Uh, wide receiver one, I'm taking A.J. Brown. Sam? I'm taking A.J. Brown. Bill? It's no-brainer, A.J. Brown, all the way. It's really, really good And that's good not football. even a slight to Debo, because Debo is awesome. And I think a healthy Debo creates a lot of problems and a lot of defensive mismatches. Because it's like, oh, is he going to catch screen pass? Is he going to go deep? Or is he just going to, like, take the hand off? But A.J. Yeah. Brown is better than advertised, and he was advertised very highly. He is an unbelievable football player. Debo is really good. Debo's really good. Uh, wide receiver, too. Um, I think Debo's probably the third best receiver, because I'm taking Devontae as uh, as my wide receiver, too. I'll, I'll tell you who's going to give you guys some problems and he might not be on your radar, but I think he's really, really good. And I'm not sure he's better than Devonte Smith, but he's damn close is Brandon. I he's yeah. awesome. Really good wide receiver who's coming into his own. I'm not saying he's better than Devonte Smith or, or Debo. Um, but what we're seeing with Debo is he's, he's being used more as a running back and uh, mm. a yak kind of guy. He's not, you know, taking the deep routes like he used to, um, he's not going across the middle. I mean, he's literally there to supplement Christian McCaffrey and to confuse defense defenses. I mean, working when you look at his stats compared to your two guys, it's not even close. I think physically Debo can change a game, but um, I would say I think Eagles have the better receivers. I think um, I think AJ Devonte, and I'm going to go with uh, Brandon Ayuk as my third best true receiver. I don't hate that, Phil. I'm glad you brought him up. I looked up a couple numbers. I'm taking Devontae over Ayuk, but it's much closer than you think. And if Ayuk can continue what he's doing this year, we're gonna we are gonna start to speak about him like we do the other uh, the other players. So Ayuk yeah. has 885 receiving yards with five touchdowns. Devontae five touchdowns to 738 receiving yards. So Ayuk so statistically has had the better year. I would take Devontae. I think Devontae is a little more proven. I think Devontae is going to be consistently good his whole career. And what I do love about Devontae is, like a Jalen Hurts, lights are super bright. He's not shrinking. He still had 100 yards in the Super Bowl. Alabama, he tore shit in every big playoff game they ever had. So I am going to take Devontae. But that gap is closer than we think. I That's some yeah. major props out of you, Because I know when he got drafted, when he was first on the Niners, a lot of the coaches were saying, like, this guy doesn't really have it, doesn't have the attitude, doesn't yep. have the effort. And it seems as if the past year and a half, he's really kind of changed that narrative. He makes a lot of big plays for you guys. He really does. He's a good player. He is. And I, Devontae Smith is surging right now, too. I think that's important yeah. to note. I mean, he's he's really coming on strong. Um, I think he's a solid player. All right, moving on to uh, – so, so we actually all have the same um, same wide receiver crew, uh, AJ, Devontae, and Ayuk. All right, tight end. Uh, I'm going to go George Kittle on this one. I love Dallas Goddard. And at full, full health, I mean, I, I think it's close. Like, I really do think it's close. But um, 
I just, I don't know, Phil, you can explain George Kittle better than I can. Yeah, you know, I, I got to give it to Kittle. Kittle's surging right now. I mean, Kittle was MIA for three weeks, and this this happens with them. I mean, anybody who owns them in fantasy will know that, you know, you you go through these month stretches where you're like, what the hell happened to George Kittle? And then, you know, you see his beautiful blonde locks and uh, you figure it out. But, you know, I think Dallas Goddard's a hell of a player. I, I was really high on him in fantasy. I have him on my team. Um, he's been a big disappointment this year. He was before the injury. I think he was actually getting a little hotter. And I think, yeah, he I think was, so, too. I think he was starting to heat up. And I think that was a shame that he got hurt. Um, I would, I would give it to Kittle. I don't think, um, I, I think Dallas at his best is, um, what we probably see George doing right now, I would say in this little stretch that he's having, he's, he's crushing it right now, George. But yeah, for me, it's yeah, definitely George Kittle. I would say, um, Dallas, it's like I'm with you, Kevin. I think it's closer. A fully healthy Dallas Goddard is an exceptional tight end, top five in the league. Kittle's yeah. still, in my but, my eyes, number three. And I yeah. think the biggest thing with George Kittle that sets him apart, that dude is so physical, and he can just he can block so well. To go along with a very good route running, very good hands, and he's very fast. He's very strong. You see him making yeah. a lot of blocks. And the thing about George Kittle, he gets so psyched more than when he catches touchdowns when he makes these insane blocks. The dude is... He's hard not to root for. Um, you know, um, I love Dallas Goddard. Wish I had me some George Kittle. He's a great football player. Yeah, I. It's, in terms of fantasy, I think Dallas is a great tight end to have because he gets all those underlooked targets, you know. And and his offense is great because he's going to get looks. He's going to get targets. George Kittle seems to be feast or famine a little bit, but when it when he's feasting, it's good, you know. So we'll leave yeah. it at that. Uh, offensive line. Uh, Anyone taking the 49ers here? We're all going Eagles here on the O line. Yeah. All right. Move it to uh move it to the second the defensive side of the football. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty I think the yeah. Niners have Trent Williams, who's probably the best O lineman in the game, but as a whole, the Eagles offensive line is the best in the game. Yeah. It's a unit. It's a bull it's a unit yeah. that's gonna bully you and wear you down. And a big reason why we get a lot of these late wins we can outlast you because it starts up front with those boys. Yep. I agree. The, um, in the game. The uh the cornerbacks. Uh, the cornerbacks will just draft. Um, we'll just draft the uh, the unit. We'll consider it. Uh, you get Charvarius Ward and uh, and uh, D Lenore. Andrew Moore, Lenore. The Andrew Moore, Lenore. <laughs> um, you can get those two, or you can get Bradbury and Slay. Um, I'm taking the Niners on here. I really Bradbury's coming back on. Slay's great, but Charvarius Ward is probably one of the three or four best corners in the league with Sertan and Gardner. Um, and Lenore is just an absolute stud as well. A uh, couple quick, uh, quick stats there. Lenore has allowed zero touchdowns on the entire season. Ward has allowed two touchdowns on the entire season. Um, just really, really. And last work. year, both those guys held your, your guys are way ahead and you running, but I mean, they held your, guys in check the eagles but different different game i i i'll give it to um i'll give it to the niners too i think it's close to be honest with you i, I think slay i don't know you guys can tell me slay does not look like he's got it anymore i mean he he's still i think a top guy 
But I think when you're talking about those certains and and yeah. um, Traverius Ward and I feel like Darius Slay is in the top ten, but I don't think he's in that top five anymore. If that's yeah. if I'm being I'll honest. Be- I'll meet you there. He, he, I would say compared to what we're expecting from Darius Slay, probably not exactly the year you think he's having. But even last night, look at the numbers. He only let up one catch for 22 yards. Right. So like, Darius Slay is still, I'm, I'm, I will say, man, I'm leading Eagles here. I'm going to say between those two as a unit, I would say I'd probably give it yep. to the Niners. Safeties, depth at slot corner. Right? We don't have a Vate Maddox right now. We got a lot of good young players, but they're, they're young, they're raw. So as a unit, I'd probably say Niners, but we're talking your top two, our top two. I love Tredavious Ward. I think nice. he's probably still, oh, he might be a smidge better than Slay this year, just looking at maybe Slay's losing that step. But the two of them, you know, the, the Slay-Ward gap isn't huge. I think Bradbury, he's starting to come on. He had a very big interception last uh, last night. Yeah. Um, right. I'm, I'm leaning I'm leaning those two against here too, but it's, it's probably as close as... It's you know it's almost like the wide receiver conversation we had. It's what, it's what it's you, pretty damn close. What are your thoughts on Bradbury after the Super Bowl? What was your whole take on that? Were you were you bitter? Did you think it was a bullshit call? I mean, I mean I listen, I think it was tack, but it was it was ticky tack, and I just think if you're calling it all game, sure. But like I didn't see Brad right. called all game. He called it in the biggest spot in the biggest game of the year. I think you got to like swallow that one. Mm-hmm. And you just got to You got to let. You got to give the Eagles a chance. And I'm, you know, I'm not saying you're saying that decided the Super Bowl. It's foolish to say one play decides any game. But man, I think that was he got cheated out of that. It was too ticky tacky to call in that spot. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't have watched that and said Bradbury cost us the game. I would have watched that and said Mahomes got his, you know, bullshit calls that he always gets every game and. Um, yeah. you know, I I fucking hate that guy so much. It was Jonathan Gannon. He calls us a game, but we're not talking about Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm in a good mood right now. I'm in a good fucking Sorry. mood. We're not going to talk about. It. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> All right, moving on to uh, the safeties. Um, I mean, look, Reed Blankenship's a nice player. I'm really happy that we've got a guy like that on the team. But like, it's it's an absolute mess, and uh, it, it's just San Francisco has too much talent there. Well, I will say, Kev, Kevin Byer has made some, he's starting to come on a little bit. And I think his addition helps. And I mean, you know, on paper, right? You, I feel like I cannot pronounce his last name. It's the guy with poofy hair. He Tufunga. just went down for the year. Yeah, Tufunga. Yeah. With Tufunga in, it's, it's, the, it's the Niners. They're deeper. That, that dude is ridiculously yeah. good. But he is now out for the year. So I think it's a little bit of an asterisk here. I'm going to say the Eagles because of that injury. But without yep. that injury, it's the Niners. I, I agree with Sam. I had a real tough time on this one. I think with Hufanga in, I think it's clearly the Niners. I think with him and out, you know, we're starting Jair Brown, go Penn State. Hey. Uh, hey. Had it great, great, great. He won us the game against Seattle uh, on Thanksgiving. Um, great first start, um, second round pick. But he's a rookie, you know. He could get confused. He could get torched. And then we have, you know, Gibson, who is a trusty vet. But, you know, mm-hmm. I – I, I know that that guy from Tennessee guy was his name Baird. Baird, yeah. Baird. I know he had kind of a rough start, but I saw him play when he had the big pick um, against Kansas City, and I, and I think I trust his depth over ours a little bit moving forward. Um, I would give the Eagles. If we're talking currently Eagles, I think 
you know, if we're talking preseason, I would say Niners. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, linebackers uh, position. Philadelphia has never seen the camera. Are, are we all going to say 49ers? Because that's yeah, the yeah, that's, answer, that's, boys. That, that, <laughs> this, is, this is one of those. It's not really an opinion. It's like it's a fact. It's the Niners. It's like <laughs> you're O-line. It's fact that you're O-line. Yeah, right. You right. Can, you, can you explain? So, I mean, Fred Warner is just an unbelievably special player. What, uh, what are some of the things that that uh, that Eagles fans can be looking for when they watch him play to uh, to get a sense of, of of the impact he makes on the game? He is everywhere. He is everywhere. He's on every play. He is fast. He can guard a tight end. Um, you know, he can sprint downfield with a receiver. Um, he can sack the QB. He can, you know, fly out on a screen. I mean, I saw this guy go from one side of the field and launch his body <laughs> like a bullet in Mario, you know, like <laughs> and take out a Rams running back from like 10 yards away. And I was just like, I've never seen a human being do that in my life. Like he is a freaking bullet. Um, he plays fearless. Um, and his leadership qualities are second to none. I mean, he is on—he is unquestionably the leader of that linebacking core. And I got to tell you, he's not even our hardest hitter as a linebacker. Drake Greenwall is a freaking hard hitter. He—he he knocks. He's an old school linebacker. He knocks people out. Um, sometimes a little no. too much. He gets a lot of penalties. Getting a little, getting a little stressed, Kevin. They, they, they got some. I for, I like forgot that like, I, you can't forget about Fred Warner. But like, he, here's a name for you. He reminds me of Luke Keekley. Fred Warner is yes. like that good. He's like that special. And I and, thought Luke Keekley is probably a top five line middle linebacker of all time. So I, you know, Fred Warner is he's ridiculous. Have Drake, him and Drake Greenlaw are better than we now. Just I think Zach Cunningham is now hurt. I don't think he's going to play this week. Oh, Nicobe Dean's been a huge disappointment for the Eagles. It's far and away the it's far and away the Niners, and they're going to be huge, huge contributing factors to the Niners if they win. Are those are your two linebackers huge factors? What um would you say, Phil? At this point, Patrick Willis or Fred Warner? Love that. You question. know, I got Patrick Willis's jersey hanging in my basement. I'm a huge Patrick Willis fan, but he played in a run first league. Right. Um, but Patrick Willis, he, you know, he got he cut his teeth on guard and Tony Gonzalez. I mean, that was his breakout game. They're like, who the hell is this guy running downfield with Tony Gonzalez? I, I think if Patrick Willis would have played out his career and did an early exit, I think Patrick Willis probably would be second or third greatest linebackers of all time time behind Ray Lewis and if you want to count those old guys you know like a Dick Buckus or whatever I, I'm not saying you know they don't count but I mean they're slightly we, different ball we game we didn't see him play right we just right. We, we didn't, didn't see right. these guys play. play football in terms but of who I saw, there's, there's Ray Lewis who's the greatest yeah. right and if oh, Patrick no, let's, well Lawrence Taylor Lawrence, yeah, Lawrence Taylor is still the best wasn't he a DN though I thought he was a DN no he is linebacker Okay. It's, def- it's still Taylor, but Lewis is too. And then you got a bunch of guys like Erlacher and Willis and Keekley, yeah. and you got to include all of them in those conversations. And I think you'll be putting Fred Warner in that conversation when it's all said and done. I Bobby Wagner, too. right? Ooh. Bobby Wagner's in that conversation. I think if the 
both careers were end right now. I think you still got to go Willis, but I, th- I think Fred Warner likes the game a little more. I think he's going to last a little longer. He's been pretty good with his durability, knock on wood. But I think I think when we're all said and done, I think um, I think Fred Warner might surpass him. But right now, I would probably say Willis as a whole. Um, all right, let's uh, let's keep moving through this. So now we so we're up to the D line, and I want to break this out. I want to. This do, is tricky. This is uh, tricky. Yeah. So I want to break this out into we're each going to get two defensive ends and two defensive tackles. So you're okay. just building the front four. All right, and so. Um, going Bosa with my first pick for, uh, for the defensive end, Bill. Uh, I'll go Bosa. Sam. I really like Hassan Reddick. Sam, it's number one. It's, it'd be dumb not to say Bosa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got Reddick as number two. Phil, are you the same? I, I got Reddick as my number two and I would go as far as say, I think he's a top five DN in the league. It's huge. That's huge. Yep. He's, he's, he's everywhere. You see seven flash even on even when he's not getting the numbers. All right. Yeah, and he's undersized. A- he's not he's not one of these genetic freaks. He's just fast mm-hmm. as hell. It's true. Yeah. Um from like- on the the interior, defensive tackle. Uh Sam, you go first. Tough. This is tough. Man, this is tough. There's so many because not, it's not yet. It's Kev. Oh man, you know what? Come on, okay. say it. I think Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter I'm sorry, is Phil. the best defensive tackle Carter. in it's... a game that features Javon Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams. Like this is yeah. these teams are stacked, stacked. But I'm taking Jalen Carter as my number one. I would take Jalen Carter over Hargrave. Hargrave got off wow. to a really slow start for us. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been ever since we got Chase Young, he's been lighting it up now because there's just too many tension off of him. Yeah, there's yeah. too many bodies. But um, but he got off to a really slow start. Jalen Carter is a beast. He, yeah, he's, he's fucking ridiculous. He's a big boy. He's a beast. And um, I'll give you that. I think he's going to be – Hargrave is no joke. I mean, he did so well for you guys. But I, I yeah. think he's, he's got him. And then shout-out right, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis has also made some big yeah. contributions on the Seagulls D-line in the yeah, interior. Yeah, this is – I mean, this is – Unbelievable. All right. And finally, uh, picking special teams. And this is really just an excuse to brag about how good Jake Elliott is at football. Um, to, uh, to announce Make Elliott, that, baby. To announce well, that. Let um, me ask you this. Uh, uh, in a rain-soaked field, uh, a rain-soaked ball with literally fucking rain falling down, literally weight falling down on a ball. <laughs> that's traveling through air if that goes in at 60 what does it go in at with a with a with clean elements i say 70 easily 79 me and i thought about this a little bit i was at the game that rain was brutal it rained all game long there might be two kickers in the league that make that kick and one of them is jake elliott i think he it's time to talk about him is he is as good as Justin Tucker. He might be. He might be fucking better right he now. Be better. He might be better. I'm he not saying be Tucker in his prime, but Tucker and Elliot right now. I think it's Elliot. He is. It's close. Money it's close. He is fucking money. It's very close. He, he's a great kicker. Um, I did not think he was going to make that. <laughs> no, Phil. Just because of the If it was clean yeah. leather, I would have said done. It's over. Yeah, you know? no, but he snuck it in there. He sounded like a fucking cannon. It was, it was, the dude is just, again, another guy that is not afraid when the lights are bright. The Eagles got about seven of yeah. them. 
that don't care if it's a game in September or a game in February, they're going to play their game. And I think yeah. that makes them such a dangerous football team. And in and, 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 and this game especially, I mean, you guys, you know, it scares the shit out of me throwing Jake Moody out there, you know? Yeah. Like, it's one thing kicking against Iowa, you know, to win the Big Ten, <laughs> and it's another thing kicking against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are literally threatening to kill your mother. On the- <laughs> you have, you have fans <laughs> foaming at the mouth as you're trying to just do your fucking job. We, we all have professions. No one's ever screaming at us and foaming at the right. mouth, threatening our mother's lives while we're doing it. Yeah. Actually, I, mean, I don't know, Sam. That, that might have happened to you a couple times. Uh, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll, get, we'll get the stories for the emergency room another time. All right, so yeah, this is true. so this is to help we'll understand the emergency our, room. <laughs> yeah, right. So that's um. All right, look. So Niners favorite in this game. I, I will say your punter sucks, and our punter is really good. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Brandon Brand Man. Brandon Man is had some great punts. We had a different punter than the one in the Super Bowl. We Aaron got that Sibbles guy. was shit. He was shit. He's gone. Oh, he was shit. you got that guy? Yeah, yeah, okay. He's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dropped him, he's dropped dead. Him he's dead. He's dropped him like a okay. I killed got him. It. I thought he was a clean guy. Our punter literally, I mean, he's an Aussie. Man, that ball is like, it's really hard to catch. You, I mean, you're going to see it this Sunday. He has a crazy fucking spin on his ball, man. Right. No no problem for Britain Cuppy. All right? Britain Cuppy. Shout leader. League leader in punt return yardage. Uh, Eagles special teams coming to work. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles special teams. Sam taking the Eagles special teams. Phil, yes. you taking the Eagles special teams? Yeah. All right. So that puts the final tally. Uh, Phil with eight from San Francisco, seven from Philadelphia. I have eight from San Francisco, seven from Philadelphia. Wow. Sam has six from San Francisco, nine from Philadelphia. And- no birds! <laughs> <laughs> and that um and look that add, adds up that means um we each have a I mean I mean this is it like this this is why the the 49ers seem to be favored is uh they just we went through the roster I mean it's a ton they can go bar speed. for bar with the Eagles not many teams in the league talent roster wise can go bar to bar with the Eagles yeah you All can right. make the argument that both our teams are basically the all pro team gotcha. if you combine the eagles and the niners that team if you combine the eagles and the niners that team would win the next seven super bowls it'd yeah. be ridiculous yeah, it'd be yeah. Ridiculous. i mean i mean it basically to the <laughs> offense it's yeah. take the eagles offense and then swap in christian mccaffrey swap zacchaeus for brandon Ayuk, and yeah. add in george kittle instead of dallas goddard it's crazy fucking offense and then on defense you get the eagles corners the eagles safeties you get the san francisco linebacking crew and then you add Bosa and Javon Hargrave to the Eagles yes. D line. It's like an unbelievable. T- these two teams are so good talent wise. I'd probably take a combo of these two teams versus a team of the entire rest of the NFL. The other 30? And it'd be fucking be close. Interesting. I, Wouldn't that be interesting? You know what? We'll do yep. another. We'll do. Uh, we'll do. You know what? If we get like a bye week during the playoffs and the Eagles and Niners are looking towards it, maybe we'll do a draft of. Uh, the top 30 teams versus the uh, the top Eagles two. and Niners. Eagles yeah. and Niners. I think it might be good. Uh, all right. We'll, uh, we'll end on this. All right. Final predictions for the game. 425 p.m. kickoff in Lincoln Financial Field. Sam Firth, what's going to happen? Eagles are going to squeak out another fucking gut-wrenching, heart-throbbing roller coaster game 27-24 in overtime on the back <laughs> of make fucking Elliot once again. Oh, my God. Phil? I'm going to go Niners 30, Eagles 27, and I'm going to go with uh, 
Brock Purdy having a career-defining game. Okay. If not, I'm, you're going to hear me crying from your house, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crying from Jersey, Phil? I know you're loud. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, uh, so yeah. Um, I Cavs. think this is. I mean, this is just set up for an NFC Championship rematch. I mean, it I really don't, is. I don't really see any other way, but. That game is also going to be in Philadelphia because Eagles will get the one seed, but they will Eagles not do it with the, the win. They're not going to do it with a win over the Niners. I think the 49ers show up and take care of business. They are fast and physical, and this is the kind of game that um, that I think they're just going to come out and uh, and win. Uh, I think it is going to be uh, another offensive performance. I'm going to go Niners 31, Eagles 21. Um, and this oh, is going to get a lot the of fuck, Kevin. You got to get a lot Whoa. of Jalen Hurts quotes after Talk the game. Talk about an M Night Shyamalan twist there. <laughs> yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, I know Kevin for over a decade now. One of the biggest Birds fans, but he keeps it real. He says what's on his mind. He says, "I, I respect it." I just think you're fucking wrong. And honestly, <laughs> if you look at the Eagles' remaining schedule, I mean, they don't have aside from Dallas, they have no one. Right, yeah. Well, neither do y'all. Neither do y'all. You got um. I mean, we both got the Seahawks you guys again. Went through the gauntlet. Like, yeah, this is it. Right, it's this game, and, and this then we get little gauntlet. Yeah, we get the Cowboys oh, next. So gauntlet. Fucking Eagles. All they do is win. Dude, I, when I saw your schedule, I was like, they are. They're not coming out of that with less than four losses. Like I was like, I mean, I thought like. I was like, that is brutal. And, you know, just week after week, you guys just gut it out and win. And I think, like I said, I mean, it's going to be a battle. Um, and uh, I, I think it is going to be a NFC preview, championship preview. Yeah. Um, and I hope so. And I hope uh, it's a good game regardless. Maybe the so. NFL hopes so too, because these teams, you know, like, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm third we beat y'all last year, but. You know, as a football fan, you would like to see Brock Purdy play that whole game. Yeah, to see how I, it, it was, turned out. It was not enjoyable to watch Josh Johnson try to play football. It just wasn't yeah, fun. He almost felt bad. Oh, like an old dog. He like, just put him out did. of his misery. I, like, put him I, out back. He's just I not felt, good anymore. I felt bad in the way that, like, when I make a second trip to Taco Bell in a single week, like, that <laughs> kind of feel bad. But, like, I'm still happy to be doing it. And uh, yeah. that's what it was like to beat uh, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy in need of you know Tommy John surgery, but this is. Um, but we'll see. Playoffs. Are, this is going to be. I don't think winner of this game necessarily wins the NFC Championship. I think teams are too talented to say that. Um, you mean the you know, Super Bowl? Same thing to me. Same thing to me. Know. You know, because I, I think the, the yeah. winner of the Super Bowl will be either the Eagles or the or the Niners. I do. Um, I'm with that too. I think I think all three of us would probably agree with that. And so yeah, no, say, no disrespect um, to the Chiefs or anyone else, but it's like yeah, these two. It really I is. think it's gonna be um I think it's gonna be final playoff bracket will be uh Eagles versus the Cowboys and it will be the Niners versus the Lions and you're gonna get your nice little uh nice little easy coast into Lincoln financial field. Eagles are gonna have to get through Cowboys and Niners and uh and we'll see from there. Uh, all right, Phil, thank you so much for joining. Shout out, Phil Cloroni. Rock on, Sammy. Awesome. Hell um, yeah, bro. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a blast. Um, you can have me on any time. I will talk things other than 49ers. Um, yeah. You know, I'll talk about my feelings and my emotions, mm. guys. Yeah, now that um, you're CMC Music you. Factory, right? In our league, CMC right, Music right, Factory. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. We're not talking about fantasy football on this podcast. No one cares okay. about okay. our fantasy okay. league. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But I did I'll beat go, Sam uh, this week. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yes, he did. The only reason I brought it up, I was going to give him his flowers, but I'll just go fuck myself instead. <laughs> All right, boys. You're doing a great job, man. Later. All right. Shout Thanks out, Bob Bill. Easy. Later. That is our show today. Thank you to Nurse Sam for coming on, spreading the uh, spreading the good word of the Eagles gospel as he goes to a big win in the rain. Bill Peroni for coming on, talking Niners. They kick off Sunday at 425. We will be back next week. The recap of the Niners game, previewing the Cowboys game. Uh, we'll see if we can get a Cowboys guest on. Uh, we don't really have a lot in our lives. That's been a choice that we've made on purpose, but maybe we'll get someone on. Talk about that. Um, and uh, we might do some Sixers coverage soon. So anyway, look out for that. Have a great, great week. Go Birds. 10-1. Jalen Hurts, favorite to win MVP. Oh, well. All right, see